Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Before we do get into this week's episode of Ups and Downs for Smackerdown, we need to talk about the fact that yesterday Triple H announced due to all his health issues, he has retired from professional wrestling. Now, one, I'm just glad he's okay because it sounded terrifying. But also, two, I don't think I would be the wrestling fan I am today if it wasn't for the game. And on a wider level, he was my inspiration for going to the gym. And lifting weights has helped me in many walks when it comes to my own life. So I just want to give him one massive salute and say thank you. He also mentioned during this interview that at one point there were plans on the table for him to wrestle at WrestleMania 38, but now obviously that's not going to happen. But we still need to talk about the show of shows, and we have just seen the penultimate episode of SmackDown before that very event. So let's take this to finger of power and give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down. <laughs> Lesnar was here at the start of SmackDown and told us he'd been fined for trying to kill Roman Reigns last week. I was a bit like, that doesn't sound accurate. Surely you should be in jail. And he also said he was going to buy him a blood red SUV. So there's no two ways about it. Brock Lesnar is a crazy, crazy man. He also let us know that management had told him you're not allowed to fight Roman anymore unless there's provocation. So he went into the head of the table's dressing room. He sat down and he may as well have had a big sign that said, I really, really want Roman to hit me so I can kill him. So it is all just putting the pieces in place for their WrestleMania main event, which was the same for our first match of the evening, Jimmy Uso versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, all this is quite hard because I wouldn't say that I'm chomping at the bit to see Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs taking on the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. This was fine, and this was fun. Although, if you were going to come into my house and say, Simon, shouldn't we be having more than just fun, given that we are talking about WrestleMania? And I would agree with you. But look, I was entertained, and I am not a negative Nancy. I am giving it up. It was most of the good guys in control as well, even though Jimmy and Jay tried to jump them at the start of the bell, but they were able to fight them off. And then when the bell did ring, Shinsuke took his knee, and he rammed it into Jimmy's head. Shinsuke then got walloped right in the skull, courtesy of Jimmy, when he was going for a dive. But because it looked like he was going to do this maneuver on the outside of the ring, all of a sudden we cut to the commercial break, which is the WWE way. Then when we came back, Jimmy Uso was in control. 
control, but we were never told why. So I went and figured it out. So I'm just going to assume that Jimmy went and got Rick Boog's guitar and he sang a little song like, Oh, Shinsuke, I love you. And Nakamura fell for this because he just can't help dancing along if somebody does sing about him and tells him nice things. And in all this confusion, Jimmy started beating him up. Although that is kind of what happened at the finish, because Boogs and Jay were fighting over the guitar. Jay then got thrown into Rita the ring post. Jimmy was like, what the fuck is going on? And when he turned around, he got hit by the Kinsasha. And he lost. So it all certainly feels like the Usos will retain their championships at WrestleMania. But who the flub knows? I don't think even WWE does. They change in plans all the time. Brock was then proving he has no manners because he was still sat in Roman Reigns' locker room and if he ate or drank something that he didn't like, he just threw it onto the floor. So come on now, Lesnar. I mean, hygiene is important. How are you meant to be a super duper good baby face if I don't know that you're taking care of yourself? I mean, you wouldn't do this at your mother's house and you also wouldn't induct people into the WWE Hall of Fame because that would be really strange, but we will do that in WrestleMania weekend because we were reminded that Vince McMahon will be inducted The Undertaker, but also that Shad Gaspard is going to be given the Warrior Award for 2022. This is so deserved, all things considered, especially when you remember how he did lose his life. Honestly, if it was up to me, I would rename this the Shad Gaspard Award. We talk about that another time. Quick interview with Drew McIntyre after this, who was so excited about beating Baron Corbin at WrestleMania when we got this really good video showing you how Baron Corbin went to broke Baron Corbin, who went to happy Corbin. And I've said it before and I will say it again, this dude underrated. We also tied it into his relationship with Mad Cat Moss. And once again, it just kind of feels like coming out of WrestleMania, these two are going to fall out. Because Mad Cat told a joke here and he basically insulted bald people. Now one, if you haven't noticed, Baron Corbin is bald, but also two, if you still haven't noticed, so am I. So seriously, mad cap, just cause you've got a luxurious head of hair, doesn't mean you need to come after us. It's then time for Ridge Holland versus Kofi Kingston, and I'm just gonna level with you. I don't care if one of them is called Butch, Seeing Ridge Holland, Butch and Sheamus together is a really cool visual. I think they're a really good group. And if we actually give them some time, I reckon they're going to smash it. This is also to continue on what we were doing here. And it has been all over the place ever since Big E got injured. And once again, positive thoughts to that guy. But really, this was just a way to reintroduce Xavier Woods to the WWE. And I ain't ever going to get mad about man. I love Xavier Woods. He's really good. He's really brilliant. Oh. So that's what happened as well. Kofi was like, ha ha. Ridge, you thought I was going to fight you, but I said a member of the New Day. And <laughs> Woods got in there, and in around about 48 seconds, he hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, and he beat him. And he went on social media and said, oh man, my roll-up is the best. Once again, this is why Xavier Woods is a hero. And it kind of felt like there should have been something after the fact, but hey-ho, there wasn't. Most because once again, I'm not sure WWE knows exactly what they should do with all of these guys but I'm giving it an up. They've already given it up. Maybe it's getting one up. We then just had the oddest promo from Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. Because they had basically sent a video into WWHQ when they were driving in their limo saying, oh, we had the best time in New York City. We had a little bit of steak. We had a little bit of business. But if we get to that there arena and Brock Lesnar is still in our locker room, we're going to go finish him off. Imagine that too. What do they think Brock Lesnar was going to do? We're going to cut to the camera. He's like, oh, sorry, my bad. I thought you would have really enjoyed this. I'll leave. I think the only reason we did this is so that Michael Cole could ponder, well, does this count as provocation? I was like, what are you talking about? There was nothing provocative about it. Come on. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. The big hitters kept on coming too. Here was Ronda Rousey. And now look, I like Ronda a lot. And I think when you take everything into account, she has done very well for herself. But I'm really now confused about where this feud is going. Because as she was cutting her promo calling out Charlotte Flair, she accidentally called it the SmackDown's Championship and then corrected herself and said, oh no, I meant the SmackDown Women's Championship. And in fact, while we are here, why do we even need to use the word women? And look, she is right. We don't call it the men's universal title. But this was so gibbly garbled, it kind of threw me off the scent. Charlotte then appeared on the big screen and said she wasn't in New York City because she doesn't care. And then Rousey started to tell us this story about how she loves to break people's arms. And that when we get to WrestleMania, if Charlotte Flair beats her, it will be the biggest moment of her life. But if Ronda breaks her arm, she will have just broken another person's arm. I was like, okay, whatever you say. And once again, I like the match. I think they will smash it at WrestleMania. But... I'm not getting hyped for it at all. I tried, I got a hype machine, I stuck it in my mouth, it was like <laughs> But as you can see, it doesn't work. So I gotta take the finger of power and I gotta give this a down. We then got another stupid question after Brock Lesnar, because Taylor Braxton was in there going, Brock, do you think you should leave Roman Reigns' locker room in case his threat was serious? And I was like, he wants to be threatened. He wants to beat him up. Why is nobody else watching the show? And then, my friends, there was a championship contender match. I can't take him. I can't take him. I think I hate them. I hate the stupid name, and I hate that they're just so random. Like, if I was the Intercontinental Champion and somebody sent them to the ring, I was like, my gran could come out to challenge me, because you just never know. And that's doubly weird because my gran is dead. This was so all over the place as well. 
because we were told it was going to be Humberto for some reason versus Ricochet. But it wasn't. It was Angel versus Ricochet, even though both these guys have been a tag team and they can't get a win to save their lives. It was over in two minutes, though, because Humberto went distraction and used all his MP. So, of course, Angel used the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment to beat Ricochet, even though we'd just seen it. And then Ricochet got on the mic and said, well, I'll fight you too. So Humberto got in there. They did have a bit of a scrap. They fought on the outside, and when Herbo got back in the ring, Rick tried to. Angel grabbed his foot. The referee went, ah, I don't need to worry about that. And Ricochet got counted out. Now, actually, if this had been any other time of the year, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. But we ain't getting an Intercontinental title match on WrestleMania, apparently. And we saw a graphic for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which is going to happen on SmackDown. And front and center, calm me down, there was Finn Balor, the US champion. Next to him was Damian Priest. So two nights of WrestleMania and no IC title and now US title. I was gibberish. Look, I'm going crazy. Now, in the grand scheme of things, when we're talking about life, does it matter? No. But when I turn on my wrestling nerd switch, that is poppycock down. Sami Zayn was then in the back getting all pumped up because he's going to absolutely destroy Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. I got this funny feeling that Johnny Knoxville may win. And if he does, I'd be cool with it. I don't even know why. We then jumped to the commentary booth too to remind everyone that it is going to be Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory at WrestleMania. And Austin Theory must have been in the production truck listening because as soon as he said this, he teleported into the arena and he knocked Pat's headset off his head. This understandably annoyed him, so they just chased each other around like they were school children when Austin Theory ran into Mr. McMahon's office, and this absolutely killed me, because again, this is what you did at school. Oh no, that guy's gonna beat me up. Where's the headmaster? Eventually, McAfee got back to commentary, and this is when they talked about the fact that Triple H had retired, but just to focus on this little bit, as I've already told you, I can't wait for Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee. Shrug emoji. I tell you too, fair play to Sasha Banks, Rhea Ripley, Zelina Vega, and Shayna Baszler. Because even though their tag team match is going to go down at WrestleMania is a bit wishy-washy, they are trying so damn hard. And here, they had a really good fatal four-way. Up. Now, we did start with Ripley versus Sasha, and I got a little bit annoyed because I'm like, there it is, right there. That should be the feud we're getting at WrestleMania. But everybody was doing their best, and at one point, the fatal four way klaxon went off or something like that because everybody was getting involved, including their respective tag team partners who were at ringside. They then got kicked down there because the referee was like, yeah, you're just causing a fuss. And after this, it was just move, 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 go, 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 wrestling tennis that ended when Sasha Banks had Zelina Vega and Shayna Baszler in a double bank statement. Always looks good. Rhea eventually broke that up though as we went into all the near falls, although this was actually a little bit of foreshadowing because Sasha eventually locked the bank statement onto Vega who tapped out all the while she was probably thinking that damn Carmella, I bet she doesn't care because she just wants to bang Corey Graves. Banks and Naomi were really happy afterwards, which probably means they are not winning at WrestleMania. But given that WWE really doesn't care about those women's tag team titles, that is probably for the best. It was then right into our closing segment after this as Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman did make it to SmackDown. And I tell you, WWE is doing a really good job with this. Heyman, of course, was all worried like, oh, my tribal chief, Brock Lesnar is going to come out here and rip our heads off. But Roman was being all tough guy. And he was all like, Brock, I better see you leaving my dressing room. Otherwise, there's going to be hell to pay. This is when we did cut to the dressing room and Lesnar was nowhere to be seen. Because he was stood by Roman Reigns' vehicle. 
with some kind of an axe. Where the hell did he get that? And he started smashing the crap out of it. The head of the table said he didn't care about this because he's loaded, so he's got a bunch of cars, which is not how the way the world works. And this is when Brock Lesnar snuck up on them from behind. A bunch of security guards tried to take Lesnar out, but it is so damn good. The way he takes this group of human beings out makes you sit there and think to yourself, Brock Lesnar is the greatest human being I have ever seen in my life. I mean, it was just a massacre, and at one point he had a chair which sent the bloodline running, because they were like, we want none of this guy. When Roman, from the backstage area, looked into a camera and was like, oh, I'm going to beat you, Brock Lesnar. You ain't got nothing on me, but you could see on his eyes, he didn't believe it. It's like when I used to tell people I wasn't worried about going bald. It also meant the SmackDown ended with Lesnar posing on Alan the announce table. And going back to what we talked about earlier, this did get me hyped. This did get me pumped. And even though we've seen these two guys go at it around about 9,782 times, I am happy to see it once more. Job done is getting it up. Which brought us to the last but one episode of SmackDown before WrestleMania. And mostly what we've done here is we have created a lot of excitement for Brock versus Roman and everything else is like, okay, but probably not at the level it should be, but I'm still giving it up. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.